Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello everybody, this is Ian. I'm your host of the Mind Rise podcast. I hope everyone is doing great today. I am so excited to bring to you yet another episode for this podcast that I started, I think it was back in in uh, October. So I've been keeping it up, keeping it up since October. we got a few months under our belt and I am beyond grateful to say that there are many more episodes to come. As always, if any of you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please direct message me on Instagram or or Facebook, or if you have my number, send me a message via text, and I would love to have you on. Because of all this social distancing, I have done episodes, um, quite recently with my friend Z via Zoom call, and that worked out pretty decently. Um, so that's always an option. If you didn't want to leave your house and you still wanted to get on the podcast and just share something. Anyways, today's topic that we're going to be delving into and, and uh, sort of dissecting today is nine ways to stop second-guessing yourself. And like many, 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 many other episodes before this, including this one, I relate to this on a very personal level. And a lot of the content that I will be sharing um, from this article on Bustle.com that I sort of found a lot of helpful points on that I'm going to expound upon, um, I will be giving you my own personal spin on things as well. Um, Again, nine ways to stop second-guessing yourself. We're going to go through each of those nine ways, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, you guys will feel a little better and not like you're entirely crazy. That It's normal to second-guess yourself, but as with everything, there is a healthy middle ground. Having doubts about every decision that you make can be mentally exhausting. Even being afraid of making the wrong choice is understandable, but being indecisive all the time can be chipping away at your confidence, i.e. me. Definitely, that fits my bill. If this sounds like you, raise hand. There are ways (laughs) to stop second-guessing yourself so that you can make important decisions on the fly. I know from experience that it can be hard not to overanalyze every decision I make, or don't make, but after some time, your energy just gets so depleted because you're stressing over everything. Everything that can, will, or will not happen is constantly in the back of your mind, stirring like like a tornado. People who are prone to second-guess themselves may not be very confident in what they're doing. I think there's a lot of truth in that statement. Um, for the longest time, and still... Um, up until recently, it has been, a lot of people might think I'm crazy, but it has been a struggle 
struggle to gain my confidence in my artwork and really stand behind what I'm doing and creating. When you trust yourself and become more self-aware, you can make valid decisions without having to second-guess yourself and constantly ask for other people's opinions. I find myself sometimes more often than not seeking validation from other people because I'm not trusting my gut instinct or gut feeling in the first place. And there's obviously some scenarios where this is not the case, but there have been a lot of instances where I just don't trust myself and that just makes the second guessing exponentially worse because I'm living in this narrative of oh like what if this happens or what if this happens like I'm not really sure I gotta ask like eight other people and then you know if they as long as they have the same opinion as me then we're good and that is not a healthy way to live and I'll go into what I mean by that when we get further in this podcast point number one see yourself as a leader you don't envision yourself as the boss or the hero of your own story you're always insecure about your own choices and never trust yourself just don't follow the crowd and conform it's okay to be different and take a different path I mean hell I've probably taken a way different path than most of my peers out of high school and college so I'm definitely sporting that flag Don't entertain the idea of being passive and submissive in the face of your own dreams and accomplishments. Be a warrior. Stand for what you believe in. If you have a vision or a passion, don't settle for someone else's cookie-cutter expectations of your life. Point number two. Make a list. Sometimes it's best to get out of your head and just write down your thoughts. When you see your choices on paper... It might be easier for you to make a decision. I've said this in the past. Make a list. Make post-its like the one I have on my desk. Carve out a routine in your day to work towards your goals. Recently, I've been really actively trying to get back in and stay in to my artistic and drawing routine. So I've been waking up about an hour and a half earlier than I usually do and work in the mornings and using that time to make breakfast and set aside a window of time to work on sketching and get myself in the daily routine of drawing and just building it and hammering it into a habit. Be confident with your choices is point number three. Talk about yourself in a positive way. And talking about yourself doesn't always mean You're conceited. Make sure your superiors are aware of your talents and achievements. This also applies for wage negotiations and other things that you think that you deserve. I know that is sometimes a controversial word, but if you do work and you do put in the effort, then most of the times, whether you like it or not, other people are going to definitely notice that. Um, even at my own workplace, sometimes I've had to negotiate and ask for things just because sometimes it gets overlooked, but people know that I have good intentions at heart and people know that you are what you're worth. And I also want to warn people, um, 
just really try not to get taken advantage of because I know it happens to a lot of us, especially in work settings or jobs that we're just kind of going through the motions in and not really caring too much. Um, but still, don't get stepped on and stand up for yourself. Point number four, develop from your mistakes. The only way, the only way you're going to learn how to be more confident when you're making decisions is by learning from your mistakes and allowing them to help you grow. Stay focused, let your mistakes build you in your character, and stop modeling your life after everyone else's. Um, recently, I found myself drifting in and out of the whole life comparison thing and that whole season that we all go through when everyone is expressing how much in love they are with the other person or all these places they've gone to and all these things they've done and all these positions they've achieved and all of these raises and salaries they proudly put on their Facebook or Instagram bio or whatever it may be. And we have to be serious and intentional about staying focused on our mistakes and learning from them and building from them and not letting everyone's else accomplishments dig us a six foot hole in the ground. Like, comparing, and I get, you know, passionate when I talk about this particular topic. If you're not doing it in healthy amounts, if it's all you think about, comparing is so cancerous. It's so cancerous. It's like a freaking mold or a wound that never gets treated and just festers and keeps on breaking open and gets infected. It's like a freaking plague. And you need to let your mistakes slide off and let other people's life just pass you by like you're in a moving train. Don't sit at the station and stew in that stuff. And for God's sake, don't let it stunt your future growth. Point number five, be easy on yourself. Be your own cheerleader by remembering all the accomplishments you've made and the positive outcomes that have happened from making those choices. Don't dwell on your mistakes. Focus on the good you have accomplished in a workday. I just posted on my Instagram story not too long ago about how it's so hard to conjure progress when you're constantly beating yourself up and hating yourself and your existence. It's honestly exhausting. It makes me want to give up and not even try anymore. I don't know what I can do to make it stop because I feel like I'm drowning in my own failures and setbacks, but we have to practice positive affirmation because negative affirmation is so automatic, it's so easy, it's so effortless. But why is positive self-talk such a hassle? Something to think about. Point number six. Practice with small decisions. If you're still second-guessing yourself on big, important decisions, it might be a good idea to start with the non-threatening choices first. Start by practicing on small decisions like when your group of friends should go out to dinner on a Friday night. Um... 
practice by, you know, deciding if you want to go or not or if you have plans or not. I know it can be paralyzing to make deci big decisions. But if you second-guess yourself a lot like I do, sometimes you have to start with these small ones. When you tend to second-guess yourself, you feel like your entire body's melting and you have this heavy weight on your chest and it's just an anxiety inducer. Even things like major job or life changes, I've second-guessed myself before. Even the expedited date of my wedding, which ended up going out, turning out perfectly. I was a wreck, and I regret it, and I'm upset at myself, but I'm learning how to modify my reaction to things. Because that definitely wasn't healthy. Um... But yeah, if there's one thing that I chronically struggle with, I think it's second-guessing myself. Um, point number seven. Learn to trust yourself. Develop the script you can use, for example, to effectively but courteously say no to someone or to remind yourself that you should trust yourself. While we can get tied up in asking every single one of our friends for advice, I know I do, we have to be instinctive about what we choose in the first place. Listen to your gut and the answers will probably come to you. Trust yourself, your intuition. If you have significant other or a spouse, really put what they are saying on the table as well. But don't ever disregard what you're feeling or thinking and get a giant party pool of everyone else's opinion in order for you to make yours. Point number eight, focus on the present. Yeah, focus on the present moment. Now, you've all heard that before in some way, shape, or form, or different manifestation. It's most likely not going to solve anything if you're going to beat yourself up over past mistakes. You have no choice but to keep on moving forward so you can face the next questions that you're asked. This is a big oof for me because I often get way too hard on myself for past mistakes, past missed opportunities, feeling like my whole life is swallowing me alive and I can't possibly stop without wanting it to end. I know it can sound like I'm being dramatic, but these feelings really do come up when you second guess yourself a lot. And it really gets to me. Focusing on the present can be so hard when people are bombarding your newsfeed or notifications or text with all the things they're doing. Which is why it's definitely helpful to do social media detox cleanses and to limit the amount of time you're on that stuff because there is a reason why we have increased cases of mental health. It's not some phantasm or conspiracy. It's because of one of the main reasons um, social media and focusing on the present is really hard to dip really difficult to do if you're constantly enveloped in that atmosphere of this alternate reality of the internet last point number nine become familiar with the unknown it can be hard to make tough choices when you don't know what the outcome of those decisions will be, but rather than trying to fear the unknown, it's better to embrace it. Second guessing is what you do when you don't know what's going to happen, 
and you spin narratives about this and that, and conjure scenarios where things go great, things go wrong, and try to reason your way all through this fictitious event in your head. Confidence is key. Trust yourself, trust your position in life, and trust your competence in everything you do. I actually, yesterday, I had a discussion with a friend, and I was just, uh, I was, it, I was struggling, for sure. Um, I was just kind of sharing how I'd been applying to a few jobs, because not a few, like quite a few, and I'd keep on getting this message, and I'm sure any of you who have submitted internet applications and have gotten denied know what this message is. Um, basically, when they respond to your email, goes something along the lines of, at this time, we have made the decision to pursue other candidates. Um, basically translates to, look, man, thanks for trying and putting in all your effort, but we, saw, we found someone better and more qualified, which sucks. And it, it really has made me second-guess my my worth and value as an artist and a creative and i had to have a moment with myself and be like hey man like i get it this sucks but don't let yourself become overwhelmed by this stuff don't let it don't let it create who you are you know they're lost if they don't want you there you know it just that that stuff is so toxic and it was just Sometimes it takes a longer time than we think it will. And I was talking with this friend and they were giving a lot of great advice and really being supportive and overall just being good, a good sounding board in that there are a lot of other people that appreciate what I'm doing and I have generated, you know, content for my followers and they do enjoy seeing it and it's a blessing for them, and it's it's important. And you know, at the end of the day, that's what it matters to me. And I know I'll find something eventually. And I'm forever grateful for people that notice these things and help me with this stuff, especially my my wife. Um, all these things are so crucial to staying in a healthy mental space. Because if you let yourself drift too much, man, that stuff can be destructive. So please, I encourage you, for those of you that struggle with second-guessing yourself like I do, um, trust yourself. I think, honestly, one of the biggest things in this is just keeping yourself on the horse and keeping a good amount of confidence as a strong root for yourself whenever you start to doubt. And also keeping yourself surrounded by a good support system and whatever ends up happening, understanding that you can get through this. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the Mind Rise podcast. Again, I am so excited to have shared this episode with you guys. If you have any Questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out on any of the social media platforms you follow me on. Um, and again, 
Have a fantastic day. See ya.